Welcome to Talk Talk Vote. Hello, Rachel. Hey, Anne. Today is Sunday, February 25th. What's up at the Capitol this week? Great question. I am just going to talk about two house bills that are up this week. Ooh, and then maybe I can tell you about those hearings I said I'd watch. Yes, absolutely. That would be fantastic. All right. Tell me about the first bill. All righty. First up, we have H.R. 7102, the Native American Entrepreneurial Opportunity Act. This bill would establish an Office of Native American Affairs within the Small Business Administration. The sponsor is Sharice Davids, who is a Democrat representative from Kansas' 3rd Congressional District. And it has two co-sponsors, one Republican, Representative Eli Crane of Arizona's 2nd District. And the second co-sponsor is Representative Joan Nagus, a Democrat from Colorado's 2nd Representative District. So what does the Small Business Administration do? The Small Business Administration is a government department that helps support small businesses. So they just haven't included Native Americans in the work of the Small Business Administration in the past? There certainly hasn't been an office dedicated specifically to it. I'm sure that there were small businesses from Native Americans who could benefit, but this really put some focus on it, which will be very helpful for those communities. Yeah. Great. So what should we do? So we are asking you to call your representative and tell them to please support HR 7102. Alrighty, up next is HR 6585, the Bipartisan Workforce Pell Act. This is a really cool bill, if I do say so myself. This bill would amend the Higher Education Act of 1965 to extend federal Pell Grant eligibility to certain short-term workforce programs. So as a reminder, Pell Grants are basically like the government giving you money for your education. And so what this would do is that it would allow students who maybe instead of going to college go to a workforce program instead, this would make them eligible for these Pell Grants, which could be transformational for a lot of people. So what's a workforce program? Is that like when you apprentice with a heating and cooling company or you become a plumber or something like that? Yeah, it's something like that. So it's Eligible programs for this particular act include programs that provide at least 150 hours of instruction during a minimum of eight weeks. So it would be your apprentice programs and other kind of technical training programs like that. Oh, that's great. Yes, we are very excited about it. So the primary sponsor of the bill is Representative Elise Stefanik. She's a Republican from New York's 21st district. But there are 25 co-sponsors, 15 Republicans, and 10 Democrats. So it really is a very bipartisan bill, as the name suggests, with kind of like broad support. Good deal. What are we going to do? We are going to call our representative and tell them to please support H.R. 6585. We can do that. Heck yes, we can. And now on to something completely different. I have a little report. On something called hearings. Hearings. Okay. Yeah. Do you remember two weeks ago I said, I'm going to find out about those hearings. Those Senate hearings? Those Senate hearings. Do you remember that? Yes. Guess what? I have some stuff to tell you about those (gasps) Senate hearings. Just one of the Senate hearings. 
So this is about the Senate hearing on AI and law enforcement. Mm -hmm. So here's what I have to tell you. First off, you are absolutely right. There were 17 minutes, a full 17 minutes of nothing but some words on the screen and absolute silence. Yeah. Yeah. So to take a little while to get rolling. Yeah. Then after that, two senators gave opening remarks. One was a Republican and one was a Democrat. In this particular hearing, it was Tom Cotton and Cory Booker. And so they gave opening statements that they entered into the record. And then they also referred to some other materials that were entered into the official record. So that was how the hearing started. There was a little bit of politicking and it was definitely clear from the get-go where each of the senators stood on the issue. So that's not a huge surprise. Then they gave a list of witnesses, and that was pretty interesting because they did ev- all the whole list of all the witnesses that were going to testify at the beginning after they did their statements. They also kind of talked to each, like addressed each one, like, and you have a degree from such and such, and you are the head of so and so. The witnesses gave prepared remarks. Then each witness got to give their prepared statement, which included data and other things to support their opinion. After all of the witnesses gave their prepared statements, then they opened the floor to questions from the senators. And the senators kind of hopped around sometimes from witness to witness. So it wasn't like one person was there and just got quizzed and then were they were off the hook. It yeah. was they all kind of got quizzed. So I, I don't know if that's how it happens in every hearing, but that's how it happened in this hearing. And the whole thing was really pretty interesting. Thank you so much for coming back and telling us about that, Anne. That was really interesting. You're welcome. Thank you for telling us about the bills. Absolutely. See you next week. Bye. Bye. This episode of Talk Talk Vote was hosted by Anne Calvert and me, Rachel Thompson. Music by Hanging Chad Studios. Talk Talk Vote is a production of ARG Media. Thanks for listening and talk, talk to you later. Nagoose. I got it. I got it. Excellent. I am incredible. Okay. Yes, you are.